1: at LuckyLandSlots.com, available to players in the U.S. excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void
0: were prohibited by law. 18+ plus terms and conditions apply. This is Eric Martin from the West Virginia men's basketball team, and you're listening to the raspy Boys kids. This is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I Also Hate Pit. You are now joining the Raspberry Voice Kids podcast. I am with...
1: Jeremy J.N. Phoenix. And by the way, are you eating something? I was. Yeah, see, I could hear it. I could hear it. Obviously, I'm remote and I could hear it and what you were saying, but
0: go ahead, continue on. No, you said, oh, yeah, you already said it. Well, it's time for Pop Culture. Pop, 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 pop. Hit him with it, son.
1: You know it. Oh, you ready for me to go? All right. So, so we, look, it's summertime. Summer, summer, summertime. And we're going to talk about something that is so summer. It's just like the song Summertime by Will Smith. It's just like mowing your grass or washing your car. They're things that are so summer. You know what I'm talking about? Well, you heard it on the intro, and when you heard it, immediately nostalgia feelings hit you because when you hear that music, it takes you to a place in time where you had to go and grab your money. You had to go to your mom's house inside your house and say, Ma, can I have this much change? The ice cream truck. That's right. The ice cream truck is coming around so many good times. Now, like, you know, we're from Parkersburg. We lived in a, a community called uh, Parkerstown, a little development. And when I tell you every day we were out playing ball, some kind of ball with all the neighbor kid, neighborhood kids, when we heard this music, It was time to split. It was time to get in to the house, get that money, get out so you could get some ice cream. I'm telling you, just fills me with so many good thoughts and
0: good memories, Brandon. Yeah. Me too. It's making me hungry. Also,
1: I'm telling you, there was nothing better than hearing that ice cream truck go around. Everybody would scramble. Um, and you know what? The good thing about it for, for us is like there was a big loop around our development. So the ice cream truck would go around the big loop, which would give us time to hurry up and get back out before they came into like the inner inner uh, chamber or inner streets, inner street. And uh, so, man, it just fills me with so much, I don't know, just good memories. What was your favorite thing to get from the uh, ice cream truck, B? You
0: know, I was thinking about this. I don't really know. I like bomb pops, but I like the twir- swirl cone, by the way. The what? Oh, chocolate, the swirl cone. Chocolate and vanilla swirl cone, you know me, with rainbow very, sprinkles. Nothing real, nothing real crazy, just, you know.
1: That's right. Very basic. But still. But still. All right. So the fatherly came out with the ice cream truck's 10 best things. Number 10 was the firecracker. And believe, I mean, you got to remember it. Red, white, and blue. Top was red. Black Middle record, was white. I always call it a bomb pop. Bomb pop. That works, too. Then don't forget about the push pop. Remember the push oh, pop? Dip. The push ups? Orange, sherbet, push pop. That's right. The orange flavor. Then for number eight, they had the SpongeBob Ice Cream Pop, which really is just any kind of. Because back in the day, they used to be my favorite thing. Getting the clown face with the gumball eyes. Because it gave you like two things. Like you could eat the ice cream and then you had the gumballs afterwards. This is what it it was talking about. Ah, I did. I did. It gave you a double prize, gum and and ice cream. And number seven was a chocolate chip cookie sandwich. You know, you could never go wrong with that. Number six, liquor color. That's when you're like eating it down and it's changing colors. till you get to the middle, the strawberry shortcake. Now, let's be for real. That's everybody's favorite. The strawberry shortcake, you know, with the crumbs on the outside. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You like could also chocolate. I like the chocolate one better. I was
1: going to say you could do it with a brother with a chocolate one. That was amazing. Um talk about the screwball which Richie which really is just the the icy, the ice the, the flavored icy. Oh, okay. They call them snow cones. That's what it used to be, the snow cone. And I was all about snow cones until I realized it was just ice with just a little bit of flavor just on a top. Tiny little you know, bit of flavor. <laughs> you know, I was getting ripped off. Hard the snow core cone
0: ripped off for a tiny bit of
1: syrup. Number 3 was the ice cream sandwich. Now here's the thing. I'm gonna give you number two, Brandon, and it was never on our ice cream trucks. But in the future, we learn to love them. You're the first person to put me up on this, and, Choco and taco. the Choco Taco, son. Ain't no, no ain't no front, no the Choco Taco. That junk is good. Yeah, I love em. The I taco, get my in them. The Taco. The taco part is made out of a waffle cone. There's ice cream inside with chocolate drizzling. Outside are nuts. Nuts. I I mean, it's on point. The number one of all time they said for an ice cream truck is the drumstick.
0: Really? That's what it said. The drumstick.
1: I was never huge on the drumstick. I mean, I liked it, but I never got it from the ice cream truck.
0: No, I never got it from the ice cream truck. Of course, when I was getting stuff from the ice cream truck, I didn't like nuts on my ice cream.
1: Yeah, um, mom was very simple when I was younger. It was a clay on face with the gumbo eyes. Then I went into this chocolate with chocolate sprinkles. But then I hit the greatest thing. I'm telling you, it's one of the greatest things ever invented. It is the blueberry slushy float. You get that blueberry, you get that ice cream in the middle of that slushy. You mix it up, and I'm telling you, it's life changing. Life changing the creaminess of the ice cream, the blueberry. I you mi- as much as everybody else. Oh my gosh, I wish M was here. M the me and M used to kill him. You can't, you, I'm telling you. And, and you know what? A lot of people didn't even know about them. Those were the juice, those were the jam. I see uh, a blueberry icy with ice cream in them. I'm telling you that that flow, I'm telling you, will change your life. It'll change your life. Got me up here wishing I had that. I don't know if the ice cream truck comes around here anymore um, or not. But I'm telling you, just like when I was a kid, I will, in a heartbeat, if I hear the ice cream truck, I'm going to run, grab my wallet, and be like, here's my money.
0: We don't have an ice cream truck that comes in our neighborhood either, but um, if it did, I would patronize for sure. What I prefer is the margarita truck like the guy in Houston, Texas.
1: Do they really? No, you yep. just hit me with a bomb.
0: Yep. Hit you with a
1: Do bomb. they really?
0: They come around to your neighborhood to bring you the good stuff, Margaritaville.
1: Man, do they deliver at like
0: 1.30 a.m. a.m.? Yeah, I don't know what the hours of operation are, but they there's whole newspaper articles and stuff about it.
1: The other good thing about the ice cream truck, let's be for real, I didn't appreciate this till I got older, but usually they will have some young, cute, little cutie in there working the ice cream truck. I
0: always remember a dude, old, weird dude.
1: Yeah, we'll get to that. Here in a few weeks when we talk about uh, uh, (laughs) uh, elementary school pictures, we'll get to the weird dude. Because he was everywhere. He had a number of different jobs with a number of different hats.
0: With the same agenda.
1: With the same doggone agenda. You know what we talk about.
0: Big shout to Shrinkables. Shrinkables. Supporting the RVK partnership since day one. Up and down the court, just like TBT time! It's the Raspberry Boys Kids. We're here to talk about the tournament. One million dollar prize on the line, and here come the Mountaineers with with Best Virginia. Jeremy, did you see where they were seated? I did. Somebody hit the Jesse Sparrow, Jessica
1: Sparrow, Spano, Spano, Jessica Spano from uh, Say by the Bell, hit the gift with her singing. I'm so excited. I'm so <laughs> excited. I really am. Last year I was excited, but this year I'm even more excited. This this tournament is getting better and better for me personally. The reason why I'm so excited is you almost live. Um, you dream sometimes if you don't. I do. You dream of what if we got all our best players on one team? How good would we really be? Oh my goodness. We would dominate this year. It seems like it's coming together. A lot of West Virginia's best players. A lot of people, if you were going to make a two deep for West Virginia basketball, the players that are playing at TBT would, uh, there's a lot of them that would be among them. I'm excited to see what we can do. And we're not, there's some teams that are alumni based like we are best Virginia, but there's a lot of teams who are just made up of a collection of teams. But for me, TBT is alumni-based. This is the best of the best of West Virginia history that's still young enough to play. Sorry, Jerry West. Um, And so, man, I'm just pumped because they represent us. They may not have the flying WV, but it's as close as it can go because if they win, we're flying uh, flying the flying WV everywhere. TBT, best Virginia all day, son.
0: Yeah, I'm curious to see what they're going to do, Jay. Like, I'm really not sure, to be honest with you. Losing Devin Williams and replacing him with Logan Rout is not the best case scenario. Not faulting Devin Williams. He had $100,000 reportedly to play with the money team, Floyd Mayweather's team. Um, and then you talk but, about. But you, I mean, being, I mean, you talk he, about I, being the best of the Mountaineers. Javon Carter's not on this team, and because that's it's because he's in the NBA currently. Yeah, yeah. So he's not allowed. But that said, um,. This team's not as exciting as I would like it to be. Really? Because for me, I was pumped to think Tariq Phillips is coming back.
1: Jawan Staten, Jason Page. When we talk about Press Virginia, Daxter Miles. Daxter Miles, they're all there except for Javon. And I understand why Javon's not there, but I'm just saying they're all there. Our big man, John Flowers, Nate Adrian, um, Deshaun, Jonathan Holton, Kevin Jones. Like, <laughs> How much more could you really get from this? Other than Devin Ebanks and 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 Javon Carter right now,
0: you know, yeah, no, it's interesting. That's what I'm saying though. Like, it's interesting. I feel like Sagaba probably was uh, eligible too. No, nah, I don't think he is either.
1: Oh no, he's, an, oh, he's he's still pursuing that. Okay, okay, I got you.
0: But I don't like our draw because we is just a tough road to go. You have so for you so for you like
1: as a player. Obviously, it's all about getting that money. So getting that money, you would want to take the easiest route there to get the championship. But then there's other little caveat of competitiveness, competitiveism or being competitive. Let's just say like that being competitive, where sometimes you just feel like you want the best. Hey, bring them here. We're going to beat them, and We're going to move on. So the draw we have, we play heard that. Uh, Marshall, first game of the year. And we'll get into this here in a second about the Marshall draw. But after that, if we win a couple games, we're going to play the money team um, next game probably, which we're playing Devin Williams again. And then and then if we win that, here comes the juggernaut overseas elite. Now, granted, they didn't win it last year, but they're always one of the top two, three teams in the tournament. Um, Carmen's crew, which is Ohio State's team who won it last year, yeah. on the other side of the bracket. The point is we have, a like you said, a tough row to hoe but you know what? I think we're good enough, and I, I just kind of want to test our, ourselves. You know, I don't want to test care and about lose. Tests, I
0: care about trophies, son. <laughs> it's true. I don't care I don't about know. tests. I care about trophies. I know. I don't learn. I don't learn. You take your wins, where you get your wins. And I, I like how invested West Virginia is in this as a state and as a fan base, uh, especially with it being a tournament that's kind of an upstart. Um, they've been doing this thing for a little while now, but it's just now gaining traction in the mainstream. Yeah, and that's
1: what I was going to say. I feel like we made upgrades. We have a lot of Press Virginia um, in TBT. We have a lot of good players. Like people were talking about the people we brought in, that's great. But don't get it twisted. This thing is going, I mean, it's ramping up every single year. So every single year, every team's going to be a lot better than they were last year. Why? Because there's a lot of money on the line. There's a million dollars split between however many teams and teammates are on the team. There's money involved. There's big time money. There's, there's um, you know, contracts, uh, commercial contracts because it's on ESPN. Um, so every year, I'm excited because we got better. But every team's gonna get better. Now I don't know all the ins outs of every other team. I just, you know, you know how it goes. You get better, they get better. So we'll see. But I'm excited for it. I really am.
0: Well, we'll see. I'm I'll be watching for sure. So you don't have to worry about that.
1: Legit. Last year uh, we lost overseas elite by twelve points. But I'm you know, I just I'm not, you know what? I don't know. Let's let's just leave it at that. I want to feel confident with the team that we have. I love Tariq Phillips coming in to play with us. I love some of of the other little additions. Nate Adrian actually looks in shape this year because last year – you know, he came in, but this year he looks really in shape, which I think changes things a little bit. I'm excited to see what we can do. But at a point where the NBA doesn't know if they're going to play because, you know, they're debating back and forth about Disney, about the bubble. MLB is talking about money and stats and figures. There's finally something that's going to be locked down coming to us that we can watch on TV July 4th or 5th, where, whenever we play July 4th or 5th. It's coming. July it's here. 5th. And I feel like we'll be invested in it because this is West Virginia. Best West Virginia. Virginia.
0: All right. Uh, anything else? Nah. We're just gonna leave it there. Oh, oh, no, no, no.
1: We'll uh we can talk about mobile mobile ticketing. Let's let's do that real quick just to add a tack it on.
0: All right. For the final segment, we're going to be talking about mobile ticketing in Morgantown. This is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I Also Hate Pit, joined by...
1: Jeremy J.N. Phoenix. Yes, sir. We here. Let's go.
0: So, Jeremy, what do you think about this athletic department's decision to make all tickets for football season mobile? I think it's
1: good. I mean... There's certain people who aren't going to understand the technology, but it's, it's fairly simple. So if you get up on it early, you, you download the tickets on your phone. Um, you don't have to exchange tickets. You don't have to touch tickets. They don't have to touch you. All they have to do is scan your phone or, or you know what I mean, something simple like that. It honestly makes things a lot easier, um, transferable, very easy. Um, All these things are good things. Um, Like I said, there may be a little curve for maybe some of the older people who are outside the technology bubble to get it. But like I said, it's fairly simple. It's very simple. So I think it's all in all. I think it's a good thing.
0: I think so, too. I think it makes it uh, better. So you don't get sold those counterfeit tickets. So many people get Uh, people have been victims of. Remember, we got Jeremy. Yeah. Yeah, Oh,
1: goodness. Now, y'all got took. I had a nice seat to watch the whole game because remember I got Chaz's. You gave me chazes. Oh, that's
0: right. I forgot all about that. So y'all was for real spot to spot LSU game because y'all got some fake counterfeit tickets. So we had we had season tickets during that season, but we sold our LSU tickets, four of them, for sixteen hundred bucks, and we just scalped tickets and we paid two hundred dollars a piece for them. So I will probably, also throw this
1: in here that Brandon doesn't remember. I had two tickets because I had bought two separate packages. I sold my tickets for like twelve hundred dollars for the two. One was really good ticket. One was up in nosebleed, but I sold both of mine. Our friend Chaz, uh, what's his last name? Shoot, Pozell. Pozell. Chaz Pozell had an extra ticket, and Brandon gave me. He's like, "Go ahead, Jeremy. You take the ticket. We'll find some other ones."
0: So. Uh, We thought we made our money. We felt pretty good about that. We entered the stadium. No problem. They tear our ticket. So we realized we didn't get scammed, right? Well, I'm walking down the aisle, and I'm looking for my seat, and I cannot find the number. I cannot find the number in the section that it's supposed to be. And that's when it hits me. I was scammed. They did get me, and I wasn't the only one. Was it it was it dad, Mikey, and Corey?
1: I know I'm not the only one. Was it Jeremy? Was
0: it Dad, Mikey? Yeah, it was you you four. They gave you like a section that didn't exist in the state. No, the section existed. Wait, no, the section existed. The rows numbers didn't correlate to the section. I don't remember exactly how it works in Morgantown. With the odds going with one letter and the evens going with the other. Yeah,
1: yeah. And and, and just tell them. Tell them about how you guys had to move around from place to
0: place all night. We kept sitting waiting for people (laughs) to not show up. And they'd show up. So we'd have to move, run. But we weren't the only ones. There were a lot of us. There were a lot of people, hundreds I'd say, that had gotten the same scam. Um so the police didn't do anything about it. They let us stand around as long as we, as long as we weren't obstructing anyone's view. Um but man, like you you enjoyed it made the game that much more intense. It made the game that much more intense. <laughs> when I think about the LSU game, I think about
1: how loud the crowd was, how live the crowd was, how thankful I was to have a seat, and most importantly, I remember the honey badger.
0: Yeah, Tyron Matthew was ridiculous. He was everything yeah, they said he'd be and more.
1: But that is hilarious. So no more of that. Oh, man, does that mean our homeboys who, who are out there in the corner, they're not really our homeboys. We don't know them. But I'm telling you, they're like a staple West Virginia football. I need tickets. They're not going to be there anymore? I don't or they know. Or they're going to have their cell phones saying, let me go ahead and transfer them
0: to you now. I was going to say, there will always be a scam, Jeremy. There will always be a scam. They're always a step ahead. They're always a step ahead. Um, hold up, hold up, hold up. We're talking about
1: this. I feel like we need to give a shout-out to Saxophone Dude. Y'all know who I'm talking about. If you've crossed over from, uh, I don't know, the far side, the south side of the stadium. From the green lot From the green lot. Going across, you know who I'm talking about, Saxophone Dude. Don't know his name. All I know is every single Mountaineer game, he's out there. Shout-out to Saxophone Dude. Always there hustling, putting in work.
0: And calling people out when they don't tip, Right, right. That's it. Uh, I, no, oh, no, 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 no. There's more to All it. Right. The tickets. There's more to it with the tickets. Okay, okay, there go. are People who like to collect tickets. Some people even frame them. Oh, it's um, true. Very true. Very true. But the the ath- athletic department said that they have a plan for that as well. So I don't know if they're going to give you the tickets after the season. I don't know how that'll work. But they say they have a they have a plan for that, and I I like that they've thought about this from different angles.
1: It's true. Have you thought about and by the way, the ticket thing I get, I've, I went to a great number of different games. I have my little bucket list, uh, you know, college football, many uh, many U.S. tour, which I, you know, had a freaking blast at. Um, so I understand that I, I kept all my tickets, I, you know, from from various games, various concerts. So I get it. Um, But the one thing I also wanted to talk about is the chairs they're selling. The Coliseum chairs, Brandon. Yeah, we talked about it briefly. You know, yep. me and you on the same like Twitter feed with another one of our dudes. And uh, I didn't. I don't even remember your two cents about you know what were they selling for like three hundred. How much $150. are they?
0: Fifty dollars.
1: Hundred fifty dollars a piece per seat. Call them, uh, Coliseum Stadium
0: chairs. What do you think about it? I think. You get what you can, basically. If somebody's going to pay hundred fifty dollars and you can sell all of them at a hundred and fifty dollars, then take hundred fifty dollars, right? Yeah, amen. But if it's going to, it's what they call a barrier to entry, making it harder to get to your product, making it harder to sell, um, or to you know start the process. The higher the price, the higher barrier, the higher the barrier to entry. Um, so. I don't know if they had somebody who like went through and really worked on how to make this efficient, as far as what the price should be, or if they just threw something out there and went with it. I, I like. Pay, I would never pay one hundred fifty dollars for a chair.
1: Not for what they're selling. Here's the thing. Big props to them. Make money where you can. Make money for the athletic program. That's what you're supposed to do. Hats off to you if you can sell them. My thing is, if those chairs have like a flying WV or maybe an autograph or just something to them, okay. The fact that they don't even come with support systems, it's literally just the blue chair and blue back. I understand what you're trying to do. And to be honest, if I got seasons for multiple years in one chair – I might. I no no. I would. I would buy it because that was my chair. You know what I mean? Yeah. But outside of that, you got to throw something else in there. You got to like just put an autograph, like I said, or the flying WV. Because if not, I wonder if it
0: does have the flying WV though. I looked. It it didn't look like it to be. Maybe I'm wrong. I I thought that. I mean, maybe not on the actual like blue part of the seat, but on the side. Maybe I, I don't know. I get it,
1: um, but I'm excited to see what they replace it with. Are they going to be regular blue chairs? Are they going to be something big time? You know, upgrades coming all across the athletic department. When it comes to that kind of stuff, we're really doing well right now. So I'm excited what to, see, to see what's going to come next. What what new introductions to you know? Well,
0: they're doing a new video board in the Coliseum as well. Dope! I love it. Yeah, I love it. renderings out soon if they don't already, but I haven't seen them. So they really
1: are and truly are doing it big. Tip the cap. And like I said, make the money you need to make. But on on the flip side, ain't nobody paying for no chair that ain't got that does have that doesn't have any back or anything that says West Virginia on it unless I actually sat there for multiple years.
0: Or somebody famous sat there, like if that was a seat that Hug's wife sat in. You know, she always sat there. She always sits in the same place right now.
1: That's a good point. That's a good point.
0: How you um, could prove that, I don't know, but
1: or even cool. ha- have her sign one of them. I'd, I'd buy, pay $150, to have her sign. It's not Bobby Huggins, not the Hall of Famer, but it's his wife, you know, his better half. I'm down. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, that's how we feel. What do you guys think? Would you pay $150? Have you paid $150 for a Coliseum chair? Oh, and you know what just hit me? I'm sorry. Or have some of these
1: other coaches. Like you're trying to get everybody on the bandwagon for so have Nikki Izzo Brown sign a couple of the chairs. Or Randy Macy sign a couple of the yeah. chairs. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I agree. That, that that gets that gets, you know, the whole program involved. I'd be down for that.
0: Yeah, I like it too. And I like that the money goes to bettering the athletic athletic department, so but I don't know those are just our thoughts what are your thoughts what do you guys think about all that's happening with the chairs being sold have you bought a chair will you buy a chair um and what do you think about mobile ticketing are you okay with that let us know you can leave us an anchor message or you can tweet us email us whatever you want to do it's all Raspberry voice kids at your boys